Hey, David, why get 10-minute daily reality check? It's not really 10-minute daily reality check anymore. It's just kind of, as you guys have known, I've been transitioning into trading for the last three years, and I am addicted to knowledge. I mean, you know, to be amazing at something, you have to be an addict of the process. So to me, the process is the greatest thing, and, and I'll share with it, and then we'll introduce our guest. I will, I will trade every morning from 9.30 till about noon, and then I'll go to the gym and beat up on the, on the ropes, and you know, then I'll come back and trade the last hour of the day, and usually I'll just trade the SPY. You know, I mean, I'll just trade the indexes at that point, unless one of my stocks is running. And at night, I will sit around my house, and I've got a routine, because it's all about routines. I'll go on the PMF machine, which is a pulse electric magnetic frequency, because I don't want to die, and I want to live forever. So I do all that funky stuff. I make myself a gourmet meal and I listen to people. And I found this guy the other day. Cool dude, man. He's on right now. I'll introduce him in a second, but really cool dude. Like he interviews lots of people, lots of traders. And I was thinking like, you know, I, I traded last year and I was, I, I did really well, you know, my second year, not in my regular account, my retirement account, because it's not real money. So it's easy that way. And now I'm, I'm segueing all my masterful skills, my regular account. And I listened to this guy, Alex talk, and he was interviewing all these guys. And I was thinking I was the only idiot out there who sized up, had the right thesis, but got in like a dollar too early and then ran out of buying power and then just sweated it for like 10 minutes until you were, you know, until your thesis comes through. It was like, oh God, if I just had another hundred grand of buying power, I'd be fine right now. I can just raise it up here and I'll be in the money a lot sooner. And I started listening to all the guys he talked to and I was like, oh yeah, this guy, Matt, he did this. Well, I've done that, you know? Oh wait, I've done that. And then my favorite interview is the one Alex, you did just, I listened to the other day when all of a sudden the guy said, you know, all of a sudden I, I don't know how I had so much size in the position. <laughs> And I do that at least once a week where I start with a feeler position of like 25 shares, you know, just because I just want to, you know, focus in on that chart. Next thing you know, I got 3,000 shares and I'm thinking like, well, how did I do this? I must have pushed the button because nobody else is here. There's no ghost in my house or anything else. So, um, Alex, man, you are, you're amazing. Um, what you're building, because, you know, I built a huge brand. You know, I was king shit on YouTube back in, you know, 07, 08, 10. I mean, I, I had lots of subs, lots of views. I love what you're doing, you know, because you are, you're real, you come from the heart, and you are committed to this absolutely what I call the spiritual growth of trading, because this is the most spiritual thing I've ever done in my entire life. So, Alex, man, welcome to the show. Where, first off, where are you from? Where do you live? Where are you in this country? Oh, well, you know, first off, thank you for that compliment, yeah. man. I, I appreciate it, man, so much. And I'm from, I'm from Dallas. Oh, you are? We, you get to live in the maskless land now. God yeah. bless Texas yeah. governor, Crazy. man. Screw the masks. We're going we're gonna to hurt immunity this shit. We're going to go live. <laughs> it's, you, know, it, you know, everyone has their own opinion on that. It's crazy. No, it's nuts. Dallas was on my list of places when I moved from Los Angeles. It oh, was, really? Yeah, it was Dallas, Austin, um, Atlanta, and Nashville. And for some reason or another, I picked Atlanta. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to stay in Atlanta, right? But for now, I picked Atlanta because my daughter and her mom moved to Louisiana, and I just didn't want to live in Louisiana. I think Louisiana is wonderful for short periods of time. It's a little too slow for me. You know, I'm a New York gotcha. City guy. I lived in Los Angeles for 18 years. So I've got a great house I rented in, in Atlanta. I don't know what to do with this much space. I got a sunroom and I got an office and I got two bedrooms and a living room and um, Atlanta's cool. So tell me, man, I, I, what really resonated with me when I was listening to your stuff, because here I feel, and a lot of people will get into trading and I'm gonna start posting a ton of mindset videos because I, I don't wanna really teach people patterns. I wanna teach people psychology because that's really what I've done for you know, 23 years, teaching people abundance mindset when it comes down to meet women. And, and I've got some incredible viewpoints on trading to me is so much about some will, some won't, so what? And it's so much about human psychology, 
You know, like today, for instance, I was sizing up in an MU position and, and I saw it. I mean, it was heading, you know, it was heading into the 200 period moving average on the five. It was heading into a downslope in 50 on the 15. It was heading to the high of the day. So I knew that there were people up there going, oh God, please, oh please, oh please, please get there, please get there, right? And then I knew the bots were gonna take it up 18 cents from the high of the day to give some newbies going, oh, oh, we broke a week. We got a new high, we got a new high. Oh, let's get in, let's get in, right? Because I see the algos. I mean, you know, when you put time in the chair, like you and I have about the same amount of time doing this, then you start seeing the algos. You go, man, I know you're coming. I know you're spiking it down here. I said, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy when you spike it down, man. I'm not going to sell. I'm not, you're not shaking me out for 20 cents. So what got you, first of all, what inspired you to talk to like really amazing people? Because you're digging up some really interesting people that I've never, because I've interviewed like, you know, a lot of big people like David Frost and uh, Jason Bond was my first interview. God bless Jason Bond, huh? I feel bad for Kyle Dennis. He was a good guy, you know. Um, I interviewed him too. He was a really good guy. I'm really sorry that he's got to go to prison because I liked him a lot, you know. Um, but I interviewed like a lot of like big time people. Jeremy Newsom from Real Life Trading. And then you have interviewed people like you and I. And those are the people that truly tell you what really is going on. What inspired you to do this? You know, I, you know, when I first started, when I first started the show, it was mainly just me by myself, just talking to share with the people the journey of becoming consistently profitable, right? But then over time, I started to connect, like follow all these traders on Twitter and so forth. And I started to connect with them. And I said, you know what? I, I should try to interview these people. I, and so I just reached out to them cold turkey and, and slowly got people to say yes. And then I was like, this is very interesting because I, I'm still learning. At that point, I was still learning to get my own consistency. And so I was like, you know what? I can learn from these guys or at least ask questions or at least come from a perspective of wanting to learn because there's a lot of people who are listening and they want to be like, oh, I, I want to, why did you do that? Like they want to ask that question, but they can't be there. And instead of me being a know-it-all, which I'm not, is is I'm able to ask those questions that maybe the listeners want to ask and so I take it further and that's what I started to do and I was doing it for me at first but then once I hit consistency I just kept that up because I was like you know what this is fun I love building relationships I love talking to all these traders because I started to it really helped me grow myself as a trader in terms of being more open to different ideas and so forth so I just kept that up and over time the show's just been growing so yeah the show is great. I mean, I, I really, I'm addicted to it now. Um, Thanks, man. And I don't say that to a lot of people because, you know, like I said, I mean, you know, if you looked at like my Rolodex, you know, I, you know, I've talked to some really big time players, right? Yeah. But nobody has been more inspirational than your show. Okay. Which Thanks, is really... Man. Because here's the thing about trading, okay? To me, it's a spiritual journey into your own soul. Every fucked up shit that you can ever go through in your life is going to come out. You know, the way your dad probably thought that you were never going to amount to something, right? Your relationship with money. You know, the yeah. amazing propensity to hold on to a loser and add to it and then get, get and the universe rewards you by paying you when in reality you should size, you know, look, there's so many things that you learn, right? You know? Yeah, you know, like when you said, I think somebody on one of your shows said that, you know, risk management, eh, you know, I'm still not great at, right? You know, <laughs> and I felt so good because here I am. I mean, I, I'm a, you know, I'm one of my friends who's been trading for 25 years. I kept him in his biggest Bitcoin trade this weekend on futures by giving him the levels, right? But yet I don't trust my own levels sometimes, you know, we don't trust our own instincts because part of trading is and i think when you finally become a, you know and i was you know look i was profitable in my second year okay um oh. but part of like really what i call next level trading and you know this is to and this is where i think a lot of people don't understand this i journal every single night and i journal the losses right like today that mu trade that mu trade today could have been a six thousand dollar trade if i just the thing is, though, when you get into early, when you get back to your entry point, you're just so happy, right? 
that you've made something and then you realize that the move that you saw too early now is going and it goes down a dollar and you're all of a sudden thinking like, wait a second, I have 6,000 shares. Wait a second, that was a $6,000 trade I was in. And you realize and you look at it and say to yourself, all right, I got these skills, okay? What is the lesson that I can learn from the mistake that I have? And what I do is I'm really kind to myself. And I say to myself, my God, wait a second. All right, let me get kind because you know there's a point and it's called, have you read The Tipping Point? No. By Malcolm Gladwell? I've not. Okay. okay, so Outliers and The Tipping Point are two amazing books. You are an outlier and I'm an outlier because we put 10,000 hours in front of the screen. When you put 10,000 hours in front of something, what happens is, Alex, is that you actually start to become an expert at it, right? And I know you have probably felt the same way. Like how many times have you been so close to a monster day, right? And at the end of the day, you look and you've made like 350 bucks, right? And you're like, okay, I made 350. Let me think about what I didn't do in the process today. Because it's not making, because any day in trading, I truly believe that you can take it to the next level and you can just take off, right? but you have to look at why you did not complete the process that day. What do you do when it comes down to that? Are you a journaler too? So I definitely journal every day, every single day. And I'm journaling, not only do I journal, but I trade live now. I've been trading live for the past seven days on YouTube. And I saw I that. Talk about, talk about my trading while I'm trading. So that way it's kind of journaling out loud. And I've realized when I talk out loud and trade, like it, it also helps reinforce stay in your position if you have a plan, right? Now, I, I personally, like I, I review every trade, whether it's a winner or a loser. And, and here's the thing about trading that a lot of people do not understand. First off, I never hold against my plan. Like if you hold against your plan, then at least this is all my opinion. But if you hold against your plan, then you're not going to be a consistently profitable trader for the long run. And then on top of that, it's, it's also important to make sure that you know that don't judge yourself off of your wins and your losses. People who look at P&L and just think about that, in my personal opinion, are not going to be consistently profitable for the long run because they're always comparing themselves. They're always wondering, well, I could have made this. I could have made that. I could have made yeah. this. But you own, trading is all about one thing, execution. If you can focus on execution, how well do you execute? Regardless of if it's a red day, a green day, if you execute well, then you will be consistent over time because over time, that's how you survive by cutting when you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to cut because you had a plan before you got in and cut and taking your profits where you said you would. Because if you don't do that, then sure, you gave a good example. You may be in a play that, that works out well, but you completely broke all your rules. You completely got out of your plan and you were down a lot, but then it came back to you and, and you made money and you take that profit. That's the worst thing you could do as a trader because when you do that, you learn the wrong lesson. And so many people, I did it so many times when I first started trading. Like I, I was, I made so many bad mistakes because I would constantly judge myself off of P and L. And then it wasn't until I turned it off. I don't even look at P and L at, at, at all. Like I just trade the chart. And when I don't look at P and L, I trade a really well. God bless. You know, I, I trade really well, but. I, by any means, I don't think I'm an expert, but what I will say is that when I started to ignore PL at the very beginning of my journey of finding the consistency, by about two and a half years in, is whenever I started to get consistent. Like I would only upload my PL once a month. I would never look at it because if I looked at it, I would either go on Twitter and try to judge myself, like oh, I could have made more, or judge myself in the moment and be like, oh my God, I did all that work and I made what? You know, like. Once yeah. I got rid of that, I found consistency because then I also blocked everyone who, who posts. Like I follow a lot of people and I interview a lot of people and they post their PL. I block those posts because I, what is that value? It doesn't, for me personally, there's no value there. And the value is detrimental to me personally. I don't like flexing personally. So at the end of the day, like I have started to find success by ignoring PL, by focusing on execution, by writing every single thing my plan down in a journal, what I feel like before the open, I write my emotions. I have a section for emotion. Wow. Like today I feel kind of anxiety or I feel anxious because I haven't traded in four days. So I'm super anxious. I'm ready to go. And I write that down. When I write it down, it makes me think, oh, 
I need to be more patient today. And it helps me with my trades. And then while I'm in the trade, I'm updating my journal. I feel extra nervous or I feel great. Everything's looking good, but I feel a little nervous just because it's starting to act this way. And what I've realized is when I do that and I go back and read my journal, at the end of the day, I'm seeing in the moment. I timestamp it. I put two o'clock, three o'clock, three, you know? And then I'm like, okay, cool. Look what I was thinking. And then that helped me grow. And on top of that, before I started doing live trading, I was recording my screen every day for myself because I thought like sports. I'm not a big sports guy, but I do know that when people play football, their coaches record the game and then they watch the game and then they figure out what they could have done better, what they could do improve on, what mistakes were there that they didn't see in the moment, but they can see after reviewing it over and over. And so what I did is record my screen every single day for four, three or four months. I have every single, I have it all stored. And I would watch myself trade because I would talk in my mic to myself mm. out loud just for myself. And I would be like, okay, right now I'm seeing this and I'm getting scared. And, and maybe I didn't take a play because I said that out loud. And then I'll go back and watch the video. And I'm like, I start to pick up things. Not only I start to pick up trigger words. Like if I said certain words, that means I should probably never touch that stock. But if I, cause I realized that when I said a certain word, I touched it and then I ended up being wrong. Like that was a trigger. Like I started to pick up key things that I never noticed before until I took those efforts. And that was just like a virtual way of other, you know, taking journaling to the next level. You know, that's amazing. It's amazing. And it's so true. It's like, I do not, I, you know, someone wants to flex their muscle and say they made money. I look at it. It bothered me for a long time because I'm a competitive person. You know, I played sports. Um, I've just been a super competitive. I've worked out, you know, I push myself hard and I found myself getting really frustrated because, man, I do you, you probably remember the same thing. It's like how hard it used to be to make $100. I mean, like, holy shit, like, how can I not? I could lose five, but I can't make 100. It's like I couldn't understand that, right? And I, this, I do like an experiment now in the afternoon. I'm in this great chat room, right? And he just gives me levels, and I just scrape spy all afternoon today, you know, just from like 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And at the end, I looked, and I was like, I made that much. That's so cool. Like I did not look until the end of the day. And I mean, it was 20 cents here, 30 cents here, 15 cents here, 50 cents here. Right. You know, I was just playing, 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 you know, and just giving it 20 cents on the downside. Right. Playing. And, and I don't, you know, and I, and this is something that I always, I believe in life is that when you forget about what you're going to make money, no matter what. Okay. And because you've picked a field where, and this is the one thing about this field, is that you can always make more. If you made 3,000 on a trade, you can always make 4,000. If you made 100, you can always make 500, right? So there's something that I write down at night, and I say to myself, I will always be able to make more. Now, the question is, did I, you know, and I got this from Mark Douglas, right? Did I follow my process the whole way through that trade today? And then the answer is no. I got in, I took it 73 cents, okay? But I did not take it further. Went down another dollar, and when it went down another dollar, the eight, it was hugging the eight, it was pure distribution, you know? And I left it on the table. I got out because I was happy that I made 73 cents. I should have taken 25% off, right? And then another 25% off and so forth. So that's how I kind of look at it. And I've also learned too that I'm a lot kinder to myself yes. than I was even two months ago. I mean, because last year was really amazing and I was still making like dumb mistakes. You know, if I, and when I write my mistakes down, if, if, and this is something that I reason why I tell people all the time, if you look at your mistakes you make every single month and just add those mistakes up in trading, there's your money. Yep. I mean, and that someone taught me that. Um, I don't remember who it was, but someone told me that someone said, look at the dumb mistakes you make. And if you just eliminate, I think it was Oliver an Oliver Velez video, right? Um, look at the dumb mistakes you make and then add those up. So I added them up and I was like, wow, that's a, that's a, that's Alexis. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I interviewed Phil Godecker, who's a freaking phenomenal short seller, big time short seller who swings shorts, he's, that's all he does. 
he talked about once he found his success and he was swinging short, he, he, he started to try to branch out and do other things. And it wasn't really finding success that way. But instead, what he started to do, instead of sizing up, because he tried that too, but at some point when you get to certain sizes, everyone has their threshold, like where they're not comfortable. And so he's like, I'm not comfortable sizing up anymore. But what he decided to do is focus in on his mistakes and mm-hmm. his losses. And so he eliminated those and he doubled his next year just by eliminating mistakes. And so that's a huge eye-opener for me. I remember when I first talked to him about that, I was like, oh my God, like that's so great to know because it's easy, it's it's like easy to make money in the market in terms of when I say that, it's like I don't mean it's easy to become a trader and consistent, but I just mean yeah, it's, you can make money in the market. Anyone can. If you bought anything in 2020, you made money. Like that's how all these people have learned a lot of bad mistakes. And so what happens is when the market comes back to normal, then the real traders come through. But what I was going to say, I'm just going on a tangent here, no, is go. the idea is when you focus on eliminating your mistakes, and I like what you said, you kind of look at all your mistakes, kind of tally how many did you make. And every month you kind of just want to make a little less, make a little less. So if you made 10 mistakes or hundred mistakes this month and you're brand new at trading, try your goal should be make 90 mistakes, you know, like don't worry about eliminating them all. Cause if you worry about that, you'll never, you'll just be overstressed. And there's something else you said too. And that was the idea of being more kind to yourself. I think the longest, one of the other reasons why it took me a long time to find my consistency is because I was so harsh to myself. I was so harsh. I would judge myself. I would, I would just beat myself up like, oh, you knew you should have held. You, you knew you should have done this. Or why didn't you do that? And I would talk to myself as if, like, I would never talk to any of my friends that way. You know, I would never, like, I would be down, belittle myself. And when I did those things, it made it hard to really take in lessons. It made it hard to really see the mistake and learn the lesson. Instead, I had all this emotion bagged up with it that kind of clouded the lesson. And so you couldn't get the full scope. And so I think it's something important to be said that just focus on slow growth, like really focus on one thing at a time. It wasn't until I started to say, you know what, today I, maybe I cut my, maybe I took off, took off profit or took off, took a small loss, even though it was still in my plan and I shouldn't have gotten out because it never hit my stop. Maybe I did that. Maybe tomorrow all my focus is going to be is never getting out until it hits my stop because that's part of the plan. Now, when I did that and started to build confidence in that, then the next thing was like, okay, well, I seem to cut my winners way too soon uh, and it's still working. What do I need to do? Okay, now my focus is gonna be, let me just focus on selling only a quarter and then I'll sell, I'll sell another quarter at the next level and that's all I'm gonna do. I don't care if it comes all the way back to my stop after I sold only my first quarter, I'm gonna stick to that. I went through phases of that and I share that on my show, Be The Trader, where it's just me talking to myself, sharing that I went through a phase, you can go watch it, where all I did was only take trades looking for three to one and that's it. And I would hold my trade only and I'll only take profits if it hit three to one. I would not take profits if it went two to one and then came back and hit my stop. I wouldn't. And you know what? A lot of people are gonna be like, man, why would you do that? Like, you could have had money and now you could have moved to break even. I was like, no, because the lesson was I taught myself how to hold through a plan. And I showed myself that I can make three to one when I want to. And I did that for about four months straight, had phenomenal, that had a phenomenal time. And now I've evolved as a trader where I trade all types of setup styles and I just trade price action. That's all I trade. And so, and so because of that, when I see setups, I can hold. And I can hold for a long period of time. And I still have challenges all the time. Like I still took profits way too soon today because I'm just, sometimes if I want to go work out and I don't want to hold, I'll just take my profits and go. But I've learned how to let go. And, and that's the other thing too. Like over time, like you said, you can always make more. You can always find a reason why you should have held longer, why you should have got out sooner, why you should have done this. If you keep shooting yourself, then eventually you're never going to be happy. And you want a career that you're going to be happy and have freedom you don't want a career where you're constantly unhappy, right? Then, then you're just going to be frustrated and you'll never find success. So I think, I mean, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. <laughs> no, no. You know, I interviewed Anmol from Live Traders and he's a, good, he's a good dude. He's been on twice. And he does the same thing. He just holds. He holds it till target. And you know what? If it yes. comes back and stops him out, so be it. He'll go to the gym. He'll hang out. 
he'll go take a drive, he'll go do things, and he'll do that. And it's really interesting. I'm doing that experiment right now with Riot. Um, I got put some shares of Riot, and I think I think Bitcoin's going back up to you know I charted Bitcoin. I think it's going back up to fifty eight, fifty nine pretty soon, right? Because it's gonna a it's got a double top there and decide what it's gonna do, right? And B I'm holding Riot. The problem is what's holding Riot up is the market is so weak. So it's been an interesting week because I had, you know, I woke up Monday morning to a huge, I think Riot was at 60 and I, my average cost shares were 43 bucks. And I had a, and I'm holding and it's killing me. <laughs> I mean, it's like, cause I have a price target of 80. Cause if Bitcoin goes back up to 59, Riot's is going to be at 80. That's what it matched last time, right? And it's just, it's experiment that I'm doing. And it's really hard to see because these swings in your account is enough to drive you nuts because it's, you can have a $5,000 swing in the course of a day, you know? And, but it's a lesson that I need to learn, you yes. know? It's a lesson because here's something else that I really, I got, I was listening to one of your shows the other day when I was, you know, my daughter was at gymnastics and my losses, you know, which is really interesting, you know that you've arrived as a good trader and consistent when you could take a $3,000 loss and it used to be like, oh my God, it would like, it would kill you. And then all of a sudden, a week later, you look at your account and go, oh wow, how did I get it back up to where it was? Right? Like you don't even realize it's, your losses don't hurt anymore even if you screw up, because you're going to screw up, because if you're going to get involved in this game, you're going to screw up. It, it, it's going to happen. Uh, old patterns, old habits. I've seen traders with 15, 20 years still make a mistake they made in their first year. You know, it's just, it's just going to happen, you know. But the beauty is that once you get to that point as a trader and you put time in the chair, you realize, oh, man, my account's down that? All right, I could do this, you know. And you just go back to the process and all of a sudden, you know, at the end of each day, you look and go like, oh, that's cool. And then like a week later, you look and go, oh, well, I'm exactly right where I started. And it's good because that's all part of you understanding that you can always pull money out of the market. That's one thing I've watched so many Oliver Velez videos, right? And I was in his chat room for a year. And Dr. Dan is one of the best traders I've ever seen, right? And I learned so much from them. And the thing that I learned is that you can make money every single day, as long as you know the stocks. And that's why I know MU like the back of my hand. I know MU will run, 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 and then give back like it, like it wants to donate to charity, okay? I know Apple really, really well. I know, I trade Riot and Mar. they're just a little jittery for me, you know, it's like, a dollar run means that you're going to go down 50, up 50, down 50, up 50. And next thing you know, you're up a dollar. And you're like, ha. Oh. You're like going like this. You're like, oh, God, that was stressful, right? You know, because they're just, they're what I call, they're called the, the, the crazy stocks. I stay away from the GameStop phobias. You know, I stay away from like all that other stuff. And, you know, I like, I like playing Twitter because it's easy and Snapchat's easy. And, and uh, Square is, you know, crazy, but I can play it. I'll play anything as long as it's something that I know that I've seen over and over again, because then even if you're in a position that you're not mm, great about, you could say, I'll hold it, you know, I'll swing this position because I know the range of this stock. Like I know if I'm in Apple at 127 and it goes down to 125 and we're in a range of 125 to 130, why am I gonna sell for a loss at 125? When I know it's gonna go right back up to 127 or 128. There's no reason to sell my shares of Apple or Microsoft, right? So I stick with the same stocks because they're my, they're my group. And that's something that I learned a lot from Oliver Velez's videos. Because when you take on something new, you're taking on, you don't know what the people, the group of people that trade it, you know, their mindset, because the psychology, you know, you don't know what the algorithms are doing, the bots are doing and all that other stuff. And it's just such a fascinating business. Do you trade futures at all? No, I don't touch any of that. I did it today. I just focus on stocks. I just focus on stocks, big caps, small caps, all of it. And uh, that's pretty much it. But what I will say is for everyone who's listening, you, you pointed out a couple of things. Number one, the idea of you pick, you know, you trade what you know. You, you're trading yeah. stocks that you know and you're familiar with. And I think that's something important because 
you should always have a plan in every trade you do. And so like, even though I, I would suggest personally that you would never switch and say, I'm going to turn this day trade into a swing trade because then your plan, if that was your plan at the beginning, then cool. But if that was never your plan, then now you're gambling. Now you're not trading. It's different. It's, but if you have a plan and you already know what your stop is, you know what your entry is, you know what your profit target is, you already have that all planned out, then great. And if you know Tesla always does X, Y, Z, then stick with Tesla and only trade that pattern or trade that setup or trade that ticker. I know a couple of buddies who only trade like three or four tickers every single day. And it's the big names, Tesla, Apple, you know, Square, you mentioned Square as well. And they focus in on those only. And that's all they trade because over time they have habits, they have setups that work for that ticker because they they when news happens maybe tesla acts a certain way every single time if you always watch tesla you'll pick that up and so if you just pick one ticker like how uh how david was saying and he's watching a couple of tickers that he always likes to trade he knows how to trade those because he's comfortable trading them he's done it for a long time and so that's something important that you pointed out i just wanted to highlight i have days that i trade different things like on roku i do uh friday expiration credit spreads right and no, I have no, I, I don't trade that way. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's just, I've learned credit spreads and debit spreads and all this, you know, so Roku will, I know Roku on a Friday, Roku will make a run downside, upside, whatever it might be. When Roku tops out or bottoms out, it will literally like Roku will run up till noon and then it will just basically do nothing the rest of the day. It will flatline. So I'll do a credit spread way above there because there's still some juice up there. And I'm just, you know, I, I think, I don't think I've ever lost, you know, because I know what Roku does. I know Amazon, I play Amazon uh, options on a, on a Friday, right? Options expiration, because I know Amazon's chart on a Friday. So I will go and I will pick a target down below and the options are dirt cheap, right? And if you watch Amazon options as it comes into the strike price, it just moves up like, you wouldn't believe something that was 55 cents now all of a sudden is eight dollars right you know it's just it's nuts so i have certain days for certain stocks you know certain days friday is i trade differently on a friday than i do monday tuesday wednesday and thursday you know um thursday i like to play the options that are expiring you know because they're a little bit cheaper so i'll play them instead of maybe common shares so there's things that i do that are different on certain days but it's because I have watched it and I've played it so many times. Like today, when I did my first futures trade, I didn't just blindly trade the futures. I've been watching the futures. So when I saw the move in the futures, I took it. And I was very proud of myself, you know, because I've been watching for a month. I've been watching the NQ. I've been watching the charts on the NQ. I watched the Hightail come you know, I watched the pin bar come in, right? And I was like, all right, we're reversing. Okay, I've seen this so many times. And I got in, it shook me down a little tiny bit, you know, nothing, right? I mean, my stop loss was down below. And all of a sudden it shot up and I was just like, mm. and it feels so good because I did nothing for a month. And that's what I do. If I'm gonna play, if I'm gonna play a new strategy, because there's so many strategies, if I'm gonna play a a new type of option strategy or a new type of credit spread, or if I'm going to play a new type of stock, I don't touch it. It is up there. It doesn't even get its own screen. I'll look at it throughout the day. I'll memorize, you know, it's, it's moves. And then when I'm ready, I will play it. Right. But too many people, cause I'm in this long term. I don't need, I don't care if it went up 40 bucks that day. I don't really care if I lost, if I, did, if I didn't make the move. I wanna know what it does, what its patterns are, and how I can treat it because when I get in it, I don't want to be shaken out, you know? It's like, it's like you get shaken out too much when you don't know something because you don't understand, you don't understand the behavior patterns of it. So that's like, to me, has been one of the biggest growth lessons of all times. That's a good point, though, because you, you're like, I mean, you keep on reiterating, you just, you know, your tickers. And I think that's really important and to do, especially when you're new, is focus on, you know, they say focus on one pattern, one setup, but you can even focus on one ticker and, and, and just focus on that. And you'll pick up things. The human, just humans in general, like we love patterns, period. Love them. 
you see patterns every day when you go outside, you'll pick them up just naturally. So there's no such thing as patterns in trading. Let me just make like, there's no such thing as like, Oh, here's a one pattern. Here's one pattern. Like what you'll know is that they're all the same. It's just there. You trade them in different ways. Like every ticker has its own unique way of what they set up and you'll pick them up. Like you don't have to worry about, Oh, I got to trade this one pattern all the time. You can just stare at Tesla. If you stare at Tesla every day and you just watch it every single day and never make a trade, you'll start to pick up things and you'll sort of be like, ah, this tends to always happen. That's called a pattern. And then you keep on watching it and you'll be like, next time I see it, let me figure out what I would do if I would get in it and just make a plan just let it watch. Just like David was saying, he just watches it and then see if you were right. And then over time you start to be like, get more confidence in that, and then place your trade and then stick to the plan. And then that's pretty much what happens. Like, yes, there's patterns. I like what I mean is, there's no such thing as like, they're, they're all just made up. They're all made up names. But at the end of the day, <laughs> they are patterns. Yeah, they're all, they're all patterns because you see them, I see them, everyone sees them. They're all the same. It's just how you trade them is up to you. And you could trade them both the long and short side, really. I mean, there's so many times that I'm short a position. And I talked to my buddy whose name's Scott. He's been on the show, on my show. And he'll be long it. And we'll both be right on our own way. Yep. And we'll review at the end of the day. And he's like, you were short that? I was like, yeah. And he's like, I was long that. And we both did well. It's because you don't have to worry about, that's another thing. A lot of people are always like, oh, I got to be like this guy. I got I to gotta only short this because he's shorting it. I'm like, that's bull. At the end of the day, what you see matters. What you see is important. Because if you believe that you see something, then you will have more confidence to stick to it. And if you try it small, like risk a dollar to make three, who cares? Like, don't worry about money. Just focus on execution. And over time, when you get confidence, just like David says, he was confident. He saw this over and over. So he took his position. He's not going to get shaken out because he knows how to put a stop. He knows where his plan is. And you'll be able to do exactly what he's talking about. You know, it's funny. A one minute long is a 15 minute short. You know, and I always tell people that, you know, you could get a, you could be long and make a buck on a one minute long. But overall, that's a 15 minute short, you know, because it's just all it's doing is retracing on that 15 minute candle. And it's so true. It's like I, I realize, you know, there's so many tickers out there. Make, you know, when you see the pattern, the W pattern, I see the W's and I see the M's and I see the retrace and I, you know, and I know the high percentage plays, but I'm seeing it because I am like you watching people. That's all it is, okay? And I think to myself, and it's beautiful, and I gotta commend what you're doing, is like you have your own chat room for yourself. And I do the same thing. I will talk out loud. I, oh, I was like, chat room, what do you, I don't have a chat room. <laughs> yeah, you have your own chat room for yourself. It, it, you're recording your own, you're recording Oh, your yeah, yeah, talking to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have like 10 stuffed animals lined up, and they'd be like, hey, I'm not gonna do it, hey, hey. Hey, so okay, what should we do here? Because I do the same thing. I'd be like, all right, we're going to go get long. Even if I don't take the play, I will write it down, right? And that's something I've also learned too. If you, yes. and I call it the power, you know, remember Seinfeld? You know, uh, did you watch, were you a Seinfeld fan? Well, George. Yeah, Costanza. I wasn't a fan, but I've I seen it. So when George Costanza finally decided to go get a chicken salad sandwich and tell a girl that he was short, fat, bald, unemployed, and lived with his parents, who was, you know, would he, she go out with him? And she said, yes because he did the opposite, right? So one of the things that I learned from watching Oliver Velez is write down the trades that you do not take, write down the entry that you did not take, write down the exit that you did not take, and take a look. If the trades you did not take at the end of the day are better than the trades you did take, it's telling you that you don't trust your instincts, okay? You don't really trust what you see. So the beauty of what you're doing is that you're announcing this to the world, which to me is the universe, okay? The universe is listening to you every single day to get on a more spiritual base, right? And the universe is saying, all right, Alex, I'm gonna hold you accountable for this. You don't even need to rewatch what you've done because you've already put it out there and it's already being received. And that's like, to me, when I'm writing, 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 or, or I'm in a chat room and I'll give a level, right? You know, and I love this too. Hey man, you know, um, Mara is about to reverse. I didn't take it, right? <laughs> I saw it. And all of a sudden someone thanks me. Hey, thanks, man. I got, you know, I just made a buck 50 on this thing. And I go, for what? Right? <laughs> I'm like, thinking, oh my God, Mara. So I believe that one of the most beautiful things, and this is something about just spiritual side of trading, the spiritual side of life is the only way you're ever going to succeed in life is to trust yourself. 
If you mm. trust yourself, the thing about trading is that you can make a lot of money. I, I tell people that all the time. You can make a lot of money. People say, well, have you made a lot of money? Not yet. I mean, I'm consistent and I'm happy about it and I'm good. You know, it's like, I'm fine where I'm at. I'm proud of myself, you know, and the money's coming because I'm doing what I love and I'm trusting my instincts more every single day and I'm trusting my process more every single day. So I'm going to get rewarded because that's how it is in every business. You just keep plugging away and eventually you wake up one day and you realize, oh my God, look how much money I've made. Wow, that was so cool. How did I do that? Oh, I know how I did it. I fell in love with myself again and I fell in love with my process mm -hmm. and I trusted myself because that's what it comes down to. If you trust yourself, and, and I say it over and over again, trading is easy. It really is. It's, it's color game. You know, that's what Oliver Velez calls it. You know, you play the game of color. Red bar takes out green bar in a declining 20. I mean, you listen to his videos, it's unbelievable. Kids do so well in this game because they don't have the life history and the, and the messed up stuff that adults have. So I could show my daughter a chart and she'd be like, oh, dad, go along there. Green just took out red. She was 100% right. I could have taken that trade, you know? So you, as a human being, you gotta, if you're gonna trade stocks, you gotta work on your shit, you know? You gotta trust yourself. You gotta work on your stuff. You gotta work on your commitment. You gotta deal with losses. You gotta deal with rejection. I mean, it's like at the end of the day, you've got to look it up and be like, oh man, I lost on that. I lost on that. I lost on that, but I won on that. It's like, I'm good. You know, there's some days I lose more than I win, but I'm actually up for the day, you know? And there are other days I don't lose at all, you know, because I just was feeling like that emotional, like connection to, you know, my inner God that day. And I felt really strong and powerful. Then there are days you don't even feel it at all. And you're just miserable. You know, and you're just sitting there and you've got to keep yourself there because you know that you have to learn, but you can't trade worth shit. There's nothing you can do about it. So you got to sit there and say to yourself, this is a day of self-growth and I'm going to do this. So I'm, I'm, man, you're a good dude, man. I'm like, you did this thing. You started young, man. That's like such a powerful thing to do to start young. Thanks, man. I, 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 uh, how old do you think I am? Shit. I'm trying to figure it out. You got, here's the thing, okay? It's, it's like, at first I saw you, I thought you were like 24, 25, right? Okay. Okay. And then I started listening to you more. And I just felt like you were a little older than that, just from experience wise. But you got a really young face and a young soul, right? But a smart soul. So I'm going to say you're right at 30 now. That's good. I'm 33. I'm 33. And, uh, if I shave, my wife is like, I didn't marry an 18 year old. <laughs> so yeah, I can't shave because I look super young. It's funny, Alex, because you looked younger. And I first listened to you, I was like, oh man, do I really want to listen to this kid? Right? You know, I had, you know, I had on my show Mike from Stocked Up. You ever listen? I don't know who that is. No, I haven't. Uh -uh. He's 18 years old, runs his own chat room. Okay. It's, he's the coolest kid ever, right? I'm thinking like, all right, I'm gonna be open-minded to this and he's a, he's a good dude, right? On a lot of different ways. And I started listening to you and I was listening to your journey and I was listening more and I was like, all right, man, I never judge people, right? And I'm open, I'm like, all right, he's older. He's older, he's smart, you know? It's like, this is not, you had that like patience that a younger person doesn't have. Because when, you know, you talk to a 22, 23 year old, woo! Boy, man, they just, oh, well, you haven't made, you, know, you didn't get Bitcoin, you didn't do that, oh, you haven't made money, I, yeah. I made money on game, and, and like, their whole to the moon mentality, you know, it's like, I, I, to the moon, to the moon, to the moon, I mean, I got a position in Bitcoin right now, I've wanted to sell so badly, it's killing me, right, you know, and it's not even that much, because I'm not a to the moon person, you know, and yeah. that's what I picked up from you, you were more grounded and... I started feeling your age, you know, because you were more grounded and you were building a business with your YouTube channel and building your trading business. And I knew that you were looking at the bigger picture here, not just wanting to be a guru or wanting to be this, you know, it's like, you know, so what, so tell me, this is me the last question. Okay. Cause we can talk sure. for a long time and I don't want to hold you up because and you got a little bit of afternoon left and I don't know about you, but it's like 70 degrees and it's beautiful here in Springs here. So, um, you're married. What are your goals? You know, do you have kids yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, 
may be in the window. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm half and half. Like sometimes I'm like, yes, sometimes I'm like, no, because I just, I just love my freedom. Let's just say that. And then uh, this could be man. a... <laughs> get, wait, so, get, wait, I guess your age, okay? Guess how old I am. Uh, so you have two kids, right? One kid, one daughter. One kid. One that I know of. I mean, unless there's another. I'd say like 45. I love you, man. I'm 58. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a giant, like, I'm like a giant kid, you know? I'm like constantly yeah. enjoying my life. If I don't love it, I don't enjoy it. So where are you going to take this business, okay? Where are you going to take this um, So my whole, my whole goal, my whole goal and mission, period, is to give back. And the whole reason I, right, and that's, it's so hard to do because it's so easy. I have nothing against it because I have friends who have chat rooms and they've been on my show, right? But I, I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person who changes the training community for the better. I want to do everything to give back. I created a show to give back. I created YouTube to give back. All my, I trade live to give back. I just trade to help others. Because I know there's a lot of people out there who can't afford these stupid ass courses that cost a thousand dollars that you don't even need. No, they're garbage. Or, or, or a chat room that's all it's there to do is say, hey, I made this much. Hey, you should buy this. And, and that doesn't teach you how to trade. And I think a lot of people are saving up money to buy those and be disappointed. And I'm like, it's, it's frustrating to me because I had the money. I had a great career. I left, I was a partner in a firm in Dallas. I left cold turkey bought all these courses and failed for two years miserably and that didn't help me what helped me is lone wolf teaching myself watching and trusting myself and so my mission with be the trader which is a podcast and a show on youtube is to always be all with that in mind give back help others and do what i can because i want to inspire you whoever's listening to do the same when you find your consistency you know how easy it is to flip a switch and say, hey, you want to sign up for my service? It's so easy. You know how hard it is to not flip that switch? It's a lot harder. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, when you find your consistency, go help someone. Go help them find their consistency. Give some advice. Do whatever you can. You can go flip a switch. That's fine. I won't judge you. I have friends who do that. I don't care. I don't do that. I want you to know if you can give back in some way, do it. So that's my mission, man. That's what I'll continue to do. And I just want to continue to grow so I can help people do that, too. So that's it. I love that mission. You know, it's so true. It's like, I do not want my own chat room. You know, I, you know, look, I've done all that, you know, I've had member sites and everything. I want to just, I want to be the mindset coach. That's who I am. Yeah. I want to teach people. I want to teach people. You want You want to come to me? I'll tell I can teach you patterns. I said, but that'd be a waste of time because you can go on YouTube and go learn all that stuff. Cause I learned it all on YouTube. You go look at Oliver yeah. Velez masterclass, go watch four or five of those watch them 25 to 100 times, you'll learn the pattern. Okay, come to me when you want to go and learn the mindset. So I really want to teach the mindset because I'm, I'm in a great chat room right now because I, I love the chat room because the woman's a professional trader and she gives levels. And you know, to me, if I know ES is in the buy zone, then I know we're going long. If it's in the sell zone, I know I can go short. To me, that is like, it's worth the price of admission. I don't really care about the stuff they call out. You know, sure. and their call outs are really good. But I don't care about that because to me, I want to know buy zones, sell zones. It, it's, I like to be around professional people who are, you know, who are doing that. But I'm like you. I want to give back because I feel this is the most pure business you can possibly do. It is the most lucrative business you can do. And it is the most fulfilling business. But it's going to take, and I tell people this all the time, it's going to take two years of getting your ass handed to you, okay, every single day where you're going to be looking at charts and you know you know the charts and then you go there and you cannot push the button. If you do, yeah. I remember I remember, I couldn't even get more than, uh, like after three cents, even with 100 shares, I'd be like, I'm out. You know, I'm like, whoo, thank God I'm out. I made $3, you know. Now it's like, man, it's like now you go 75 cents, a dollar, a dollar fifty. You know, but man, you got to earn that. You got to do that. So I love that you want to give back because that's what I think. I think this trading industry has way, way, way too many get rich quick people out there who, you know, and I, and I listen to it. I mean, I love, like you listen to a guy named, you know, Stephen Ducks and he, he's like Rain Man. I mean, oh God, it's like if I had your brain, right? I mean, <laughs> he's brilliant. But then for every Stephen Ducks, there's, you know, <laughs> 
no name, we won't talk about names, right? But there's the guys that run the chat room and they have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people and they can't trade worth shit. And they're beautiful yes. marketers. And yes. they, they get in and they, you know, they get in, they, they do the pump and dumps and they get all of you in and then they're getting out as you're getting in because, they, you know, so there's a lot of that going on. And I, and I love that you want to change this industry because this is an industry that has really some of the coolest people I've ever met. It does. It really does. But it has some of the, like every other industry. It has some of the snakiest people too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jason Bond's going away for a long time. Yeah, like he was my first interview. I like, I found him and I interviewed him and I was like, after the interview, I was like, Ooh, let me just, you know, and he gave me a free pass to his chat room. And I was like, Oh man, this is like, this is sales. You know, this yep. is scary. So promote the hell out of your stuff right now, because anybody who's interested in learning how to train, I'm talking your interviews, Alex, are some of the best interviews that I've ever watched because thanks, Alex man. Interviews real people. So if you want a real goal, you got to listen to real people. You got to know what you're in store for. Are there people that made money after six months in trading? Absolutely, right? Are there people that got lucky like that? Absolutely. But when the market is going to start shaking this year, the market's going to shake this week. The market is shaking all. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you today alone, I every single it's a time. Day. I had choppy 20, day. I started at the beginning of the day. I was like, well, I got 25 cents. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I, I see it. I'm out. I missed that run where it went up like a dollar because it was just chop chop and I was just trying to grab what I could grab. And that to me was like, man, I'm a trader. I, I can do this. Right. But yes, a lot of, a lot of people you're going to get, a lot of these people are going to get destroyed this year because we're correcting. We're going to correct and we're going to have very big spikes up and very big spikes down and you got to know how to play them. And everybody yes. got lucky last year. You, you know, I, I tell all those people, cash out, <laughs> go back to trading one share because this is what trading is not last year, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, you know, you can find me on YouTube, just type it in B, just the letter B, the trader or B, just the letter B, the story. And you can find me on all social media. It's all one tag, B, the story 87, just the letter B, the story 87. But yeah, you can find me on all podcast platforms too. Just look up P, the trader. Beautiful. Alex, hang on. I'll say goodbye to you properly. For the rest of you, I will see you. Like I, like I told you a couple of weeks ago, I am going to be changing the view of this show. This show is going to talk about all mindset stuff, but a lot of trading stuff. So if you're not interested in trading, I get it. If you don't want to make some money and have financial freedom, I mean, I don't understand why you would, but we're going to have a lot more interesting people on the show. And then you're going to get my thoughts as well, because I'd like to expose some of my weaknesses, you know, my I, next time I do a dumb thing, I think I'm going to screen record it. I'm going to post it and I'm going to show you how I, you know, can trade my way out of it because I have a bigger account. But it's, if you got a small account and you make that mistake, you ain't trading your way out of it. Okay. You're going to wipe your account out. So I'm going to start talking like you are, you know, a lot of like my, my daily lessons and stuff. And really just incorporate the relationship with self because I think that is really important. Love thyself every single day, man, and just get more spiritually grounded. Alex, hang out. Go check out Alex all over YouTube, man. I guarantee you, you'll be hooked. His videos are amazing. Matt Diamond is one of his best videos because Matt's another really super cool guy. Just don't try to reach out to him because he just doesn't answer any emails or anything because he just lives this like really cool like fun little life and that's a good trader to learn from as well and you'll learn a lot from alex because he's a real trader and a real person hang out okay